Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? Baby. Hey, baby. What's happening? I'm waving to you. I see. Lefty ferociously. <laughs> Fiercely. Fer- fervently. Yeah, ferocious. You didn't really look ferocious in that no. moment. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think. And thank you, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Wee. Cool. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh, yes. What's going on with you today? Oh my God. I'm just ready to rock and roll. All right. Let's go. Let's dig in. Let's get okay. into it. Let's get into it. I'm Bill Jameson. I'm Nancy Jameson. And this is Sex, Money, and Real Estate. Yes. The podcast that gives realtors permission to believe the successful balance of their intimate relationship and business is not only possible, it's the jam, baby. Boom. Putting the jam on the bread. It's the jam. What is the jam, Nance? Jam are joyous, abundant, mature relationships. Uh And so what we believe is that you can have, again, the intimate relationship and the successful business Mm -hmm. and be in joy, be abundant, be mature with it. We, you can have a joyous, abundant, mature relationship with, uh, your kids, with yourself, with your money, with your clients. And it's all about, you know, just putting jam on that bread. Yes. Awesome. So. You know, and again, it, it it does go back to you. So how do we do that? Well, that's what this show is all about. It's the tools, it's the experiences, it's the uh, resources, it's it's our um, our assistance, our support in sharing with you how to turn breakdowns into breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, you know, we're in the trenches with you. We're we're on the journey with you. We're in the, in this process. And uh, and it definitely takes a community. It's not designed to do it by yourself. And we're not um, designed to do it all by ourselves. No, we're not. We're de- we're designed to connect and um, be in community. Yeah, be in community. Thank you. Commune and, with others. Yes. Yeah, all of those things. And so that's what that's what this show is all about. It is about sex. It is about money, and it is about relationship. Excuse me, real estate, and all of those are relationships. And again, that relationship begins with you. So we're agents. We're coaches. We have a team. We have kids. <laughs> we um, we're a team. Yes. And um, and you know we're very intentional about our life. And and again, this is a way for us to share all of those things with you, so that other mega real estate agent teams, mega real estate agent couples. Uh, and then, there, you know, there are a lot of folks that aren't in real estate that listen to the show as mm-hmm. well. Entrepreneurs. Generally. Yeah. And yep. then just share with them how to increase their emotional and, and their financial peace. Mm-hmm. So if that's what you're about, well, then you are in the right place. And if you love hearing about it from this one place, please leave us a five-star review and share it with a, another realtor or a mortgage broker or another entrepreneur, entrepreneur yeah. you know, they, you know, some who may be in business with, with their, their friend, their partner, their lover who could, you know, 
use this conversation and use some of the tools in here. I mean, like you listen to a few of these episodes and you just get one or two nuggets. You know, that's that's more than most people get in a lifetime, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So it has uh, the potential to move the needle. Yes, it does. So uh, give it a listen. Listen for what fits you and what is going to work for you. You can leave the rest behind. And uh, again, if you enjoy our banter and our tools and our resources <laughs> and all the stuff that goes on here, then leave us a uh, review at uh, Apple Podcasts would be a great place to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are in the referral, or excuse me, the, the real estate industry, we're in Atlanta. And uh, and if you have any of your folks moving to Atlanta, we would love the opportunity to honor them and, and treat them the same way that you would treat your clients um, wherever you are. And so, you know, again, we're uh, just Google us. We're all over. Yes, we Google, are all Google over. will find us. Yes. For sure. Awesome. So we begin every episode with a little bit of banter. <laughs> for sure. And letting people know who we are. And then mm-hmm. the other beginning of our episode is we talk about um, the magic, the way magic. that we've influenced ourselves, others, or life in an empowering way, mm-hmm. like in a great way. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm going to talk about others today and uh, our son, Lucas. Okay. who has really worked diligently in the last year or so on his math skills. He works on a lot of stuff. He's, yeah. a, he's a great kid. And, um, you know, he embraces, he eventually embraces uh, challenges. You know, some of them, he's like, he was, you know, take the bull by the horns kind of thing. And especially when it comes to like some art stuff or athletics and some other stuff, you know, he, he will take the challenge on with a little bit of encouragement. And that's kind of how his relationship has been with math over the mm-hmm. last year. And um, he came home beaming yesterday, you know, when he got a hundred on his uh, math math quiz on integers. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was so awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my magic today is, uh, is the way Lucas has influenced himself and uh, uh, his teachers and, and his test taking to, uh, you know, move things to the next level he's mm-hmm. he's moved the needle mm-hmm. and uh, i appreciate him for mm-hmm. doing it for yeah, sure absolutely beautiful awesome so my magic i have boy magic also and we you and i were very proactive in deciding that we wanted to experience a, a, a level up of how our school mornings go on the way you know as we as we get them in the car for carpool and, and just you know ultimately experience school so uh, we had a family meeting and, um, we asked them individual, well, before the family meeting, we asked them individually how, like, what's their perfect day? Like, what would they, what's their perfect day? You know, in, from the time they get up until the time they go to bed, define your perfect day. And they were both very similar mm-hmm. with, you know, minor adjustments. Yep. And first of all, that was awesome because they just really spoke their truth they were very specific about what they wanted to experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was amazing. I mean, totally proud mama moment just because they are listening and how, how to authentically communicate and express themselves and share. And it was just really awesome. So fast forward to the family meeting. Uh, it was very powerful. You know, it was pretty concise. And we said, look, you know, it's our intention to, we set intentions for the meeting and it was our intention to move through this very powerfully and to, for everybody to share authentically and then ultimately be in unison right. on what it looks like to move throughout our, our, our mornings, mm-hmm. setting up our morning. I mean, you know, that, 
that speaks to so many things. How we set up our morning for is the determinant for the for the rest of the day. Yeah. So, like making your bed in the morning. Yeah. So set, we all agree. set the tone for the rest of the day. Absolutely. Okay. So you make your bed. Your you know morning exercises. Uh, if they needed to take showers, they ultimately decide to take showers before they go to bed. But making their own lunch, making their own breakfast, getting their water bottles ready. You know, having their mask and their headphones and backpacks packed and all of that stuff. And so they decided when they were going to wake up in the morning and how much time they needed. And then, you know, obviously beginning with the end in mind, leaving by a certain time and it's working. Yeah, it is working. So that's the magic. I mean, is, we're, in, we're in the 90, I would say the 90 percentile, mm-hmm. you know, of it working. And I think that's amazing, mm-hmm. you know, to be in the nineties. It is. It is definitely. So, <sighs> It's really beautiful. I look forward to uh, circling back uh, in another week or so, or maybe this weekend, and just mm-hmm. kind of see how everything's working for them, and you know, make adjustments and continue to have those proactive conversations. Mm-hmm. Would be would be amazing, yeah. For sure. And then hardwire in how they they personally created the space for them to move powerfully in that supports them and, and nourishes them, and and the ownership of it is fantastic. I mean, it really is fantastic. So. I'm inspired by them. Awesome. All the kid magic today. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Rock on. Snap, 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 mm-hmm. snap. Awesome. Yahoo! And then, uh, Nance, since you're uh, on a roll. <laughs> okay. You're on a roll. You're on a bun. I no, you're on a roll. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what are we talking about today? So today is all about why we create relationship standards. So mm, we have... That's juicy. Mm-hmm. We have inner circle relationship standards. We have outer circle relationship standards, client relationship standards, mm-hmm. and then sexually intimate relationship standards. So, yep. um, you know, it's really, it's like, why do we create that? Why do, why do we create um, standards and guidelines? You know, we, we use those two interchangeably. We are very intentional about not using boundaries because we feel boundary is a hard, fast line in the sand Mm -hmm. and guidelines and standards are they're flexible they're organic they're flowing they're um they're open to possibility so you know again if if we're just gonna we're gonna set this up here and set the context up then i definitely think number one there's a high level of intentionality behind creating standards Mm -hmm. around our relationships and um and then i I do think it's very important to discuss what a standard actually is before we even get into this. That's great. So, you know, there are, there are multiple definitions for the word standard, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and we do use standard for a lot of situations or a lot of different, you know, yeah, a lot of different situations, but Mm -hmm. the meaning that is relevant to this conversation is um, that it's a level of quality or achievement Especially a level that is thought to be acceptable mm-hmm. within, yeah. a, within all, a level of acceptance, right? And exactly, that's what I was just going to say. And all that, all that to say is that we're talking about setting the level of acceptance around our habits, mm-hmm. around our behavior, and then the characteristics of the people that we choose to call friends, uh, best friends, clients, and lovers. Right, casual friends to yep. best friends. Yep. You know, like casual friends being like that, you know, that, that outer circle more than likely, um, best friends being more of that inner circle, that inner group. And mm-hmm. then, um, obviously 
lovers are lovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So, you know, few of us really, very few people I, in my experience, <laughs> have like thought about yeah. having a standard around yep. the groups of people they hang out with. Yep. You know, and, and so this may be, it could be a confronting conversation. 100%. Um, and it is for most. For some, it's a very refreshing conversation because they never thought about having a standard for the people who are closest to them versus a standard for those who are, you know, not so close, mm-hmm. you know. And again, client standards. I mean, clients are in this too. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what, what am I, my, one of my first exercises getting into real estate, uh, you know, a while ago. or one From of my, your coach. From one of my coaches. Yeah, I guess it wasn't a first exercise, but one of my, when I had one of my first coaches, they're like, well, what does your ideal client look like? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, they have a heartbeat and money. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was, that was it. <laughs> but you never really thought about it, but that was it. It's, that and, was then, right. and then, there, then I, she pushed you. I was like, I would work with anybody. I right. can work with anybody. So mm-hmm. guess who you get when you can work with anybody? <laughs> you get anybody, mm-hmm. you know? And so you've got the clients that'll run you around for a year and you got the clients that, you know, our, our tire kicking and you have, I mean, and everything in between, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, and you have your, you have your investors and you have your, um, you know, the, your million dollar clients and everything in between. Yes. And it literally is everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of swag. And then yet what happened as you started to dig into that exercise? Yeah, I I dug in and I wish I had that because I hand wrote the thing out years ago. I don't have it with me right now, but what my, um, but I ended up writing what my ideal client looked like. Mm-hmm. And, and it reflected some of my, the names of some of the best clients that I'd had at that point and their level of education and their, their level of income mm-hmm. and um, their just, you know, resources and how they're easy they were to work with and their level of understanding the process. I yep. mean, I wrote it all out yep. and guess what I got? Yeah, right. And that's, yes. More of the same. Yes. And so again, I mean, there's that premise again, what you focus on expands and you're, you're literally creating and building and designing your, your clientele by design intentionally. Mm -hmm. And that's what shows up. It's like you're, you know, when you go to a sandwich shop, you don't go, yeah, I don't know. Just give me whatever you want to Put whatever you want on that. No, 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 And then you get upset because you're a vegetarian and you get a roast beef sandwich. Well, it's the same thing. Like when you when you go to a sandwich shop, you are very specific about what you order. You want mayonnaise or you don't want mayonnaise. You want meat or you don't want meat. So it's the same thing with the universe. You're you're literally discussing and setting the intention. Well, not discussing. I mean, you can discuss if you pray out loud or or talk to them. <laughs> but it's uh, you're literally identifying those specific characteristics, patterns, beliefs, relationships with that person that you want to work with. Right. So this is very similar to the same thing. So it, it with the uh, the inner circle and the outer circle. So, you know, it may be a close friendship. Um, well, let me back up for a second before I go into that. It's, uh, it's important to have these standards set up because it identifies what you will accept and what you will not accept in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things, like as you as you think about these things, you know, you are going to go into this with really like, it's almost thinking of it as based on what I've experienced, this is what I don't want to experience again. So it sounds like a close relationship that maybe 
you don't have anymore because money was loaned right. that was not paid back. That's caused you think twice about giving money out again. Mm-hmm. So, or, or, you, or for you to realize that maybe that relationship wasn't as close as you thought it was. Yes, exactly. Or right, or the the, the romantic relationship repeatedly crossed the boundary, and you're like, wait a minute, this is the, I don't trust this, you know. Again, so um, right. So as a result of those negative experiences now here comes what you do want to experience but in any event it's it's important to uh establish relationship standards because it will definitely assist you in your next move and like where you're going or it'll assist you in again building your business and who you really do uh want to work with very intentionally so beautiful so the thing to remember is that we know we're going to attract in our lives you know, people who reflect who we are being mm-hmm. or who you're being. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't know how to phrase that when we're on. I'm online. being. Who I'm being. Right. I'll speak in I term, yeah. in I statements. Yeah. You know, so the people who show up in my life are a reflection of who I am being mm-hmm. is what, what, what it, there is to remember. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, you're, you're a magnet for sure. And so whatever opportunities come up with business, whatever opportunities come up in your romantic relationships or, or your friendships are, are a reflection of, of who you're being in that moment. So mm-hmm. you got to ask yourself, who, what have you attracted into your life as far as relationships go? You know, do, you, do your current relationships support you in your path for being the person you want to be? Mm-hmm. Do your current relationships support who or what you're looking to achieve for yourself or in your business, mm-hmm. and, you know, are they are they adding to? Are they plusing? Or are they are they taking away? Mm-hmm. You know, and and typically there is no middle ground. It's like the relationships are adding to you or they're taking away. So sometimes it's a mix of both. Yeah, absolutely, because everybody has their own levels of maturity in different areas. Mm-hmm. Right. So right, so there's going to be a little mix. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, again, you know, do they do they dull you a little bit, or do they they help you shine, or is it a mix? Mm-hmm. So, here's some raw truth. Okay. <laughs> the less Real than talk. healthy relationships you have are due to a lack of accountability and standards. Yes. Well, that goes back to that beingness piece because it's your character, your habits, your beliefs, your patterns, your paradigms, the way you live your life that are acting like a magnet. And mm-hmm. so the less standards and accountability you have around yourself, then that's what's going to reflect back to you and yep. show up to you. So these are these standards are about who you are spending time with. You know, it's like roles and responsibilities for who you allow um who you allow in your inner circle. So it's not necessarily the other person. It's not like their problems or their baggage or any of those things. It's, it's, this is everything about what you're allowing and supporting you with your actions. And I, and I think that that's a really important thing. And, you know, again, if you have had healthy relationships, then that's amazing and fantastic. So then you can definitely have a firm foundation in which you can, you can call upon to say, wow, I really enjoyed this about this relationship. So right. let's get more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's awesome too. It's, um, well, you can set, you can, I mean, you can do all kinds of things from that point of, of understanding like the fantastic, fantastic relationship, but it is, it is important. So here's where 
we get into the sticking point because at this point, you know, our coaching clients, as we're moving through this part of their program with them, they're looking at us kind of like WTF, like, wait a minute, you're telling me that, you know, these people like are, do I need to put people through like an assessment right? or like a test or do they need to, you know, like, like get screened or like, what's, what's this problem Mm -hmm. or what's this process like? And that's not actually really what it is. Again, these are all things that we're talking about for someone to be a part of your life. And, you know, what, go ahead. Well, the, the, what I'm hearing you say is that you, you already have those in your life. It's just that you're becoming clear on them. Mm-hmm. You know, the people you have and whatever they bring to the relationship is what you allow, you, mm-hmm. me, yeah. allow to bring to the relationship. So... You know, if you have that family member or that friend or that business person and you've never had that internal conversation around, and I, I'm just going to use money as an example because sure. I think it's just easy. Like, you know, your best friend that you have, you, you've known forever and there's a lot of, you've, there's a lot of character maturity there between, between you and them. Mm-hmm. You know, you may, part of that, your internal standard, whether you've thought it or not, it's conscious or not, is... I would loan them a thousand dollars. I loan them two thousand mm. dollars, mm-hmm. you know, and you'd be a hundred percent okay and on board with that, or loaning them whatever amount that you have to be comfortable to loan them, and you wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, you know, as opposed to, uh, you know, a, a client, a, that, a, a client, yeah, that needs two thousand dollars to close on their to close on their property. That's a great example. Yeah, and you don't have it. There's no character process there, and. Uh, yeah, there's it, it been seems a little bit of mistrust. A little bit of, and, and it mm-hmm. creates, and them needing the money needs creates more mistrust because mm-hmm. they're your client, and uh, you know, and you can feel it in your body. You know that that is not in alignment with, you know, how you're doing business, or you know, essentially, it's a standard that you wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't loan a client money, but you might loan your best friend money. Mm-hmm. So yep. absolutely, and you can think about is you know your best friend versus you know, your 12th cousin twice removed that you've only seen <laughs> once in your life. You're probably not going to loan them, you know, the $2,000. 12th cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yes, I do. I do. I totally do. And, you know, the other thing I would say in addition to that is that why this is so important to set up these circles are because you become the people you hang around with. Yes. So. Absolutely. You're, if you have a, a set of standards that or guidelines that are governing that you set up to govern your life, and now you have a set of standards that are governing who has access to you on the most intimate levels. I mean, you know, your sexually intimate levels. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you're you're literally combining energy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's sex. I've heard the acronym sex is sacred energy exchange. And so mm-hmm. here we're combining and integrating energy and connecting and and, you know, all of those things are flowing and and you're creating. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about this many times before. Sexual energy is one of the most powerful energies, you know, contributing to life force. And so who you allowed in your energy, your sexual energy, and then who you allow in your intimate energy, your your friends, family kids. I mean, you know, they may not be in your inner circle and then who you allow in your, in your secondary or tertiary or, or outer circle. Those, I mean, you're hanging around with those people. So you become those people 
you know, yeah. all of that, you become yeah. the average of the five mm-hmm. people you hang around with. Right. So, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Let's make sure that your worldviews, your beliefs, your thoughts, behaviors, habits, and character are all aligned uh, before you start hanging out with them. And so, you know, again, you're, it, you're setting yourself up to become the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. You're setting yourself up for the relationships that you want to have. So, all that being said, mm-hmm. let's get into the three types of relationships that we're talking about here. And, and you know, we've we've talked about it before, but not all relationships are the same. Right. So yeah. if you're taking notes, yeah, you got one is your outer circle relationships. Yep. You have number two, and these are in no particular order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, is your inner circle relationships. Mm-hmm. And then number three is your sexually intimate relationships. Yes, absolutely. So as we're going through these three types of relationship, just just hear the questions uh, to kind of noodle on and meditate on while we go through these uh, these descriptions. So who are your top five to 10 people that will help you get where you want to get in the next five to 10 years? who will support you, who will nourish you, who will add to you, who will who will support you and mm-hmm. getting to where you want to get in the next five to 10 years. And then who are the people that you will allow to impact you at a deep level? I mean, this is financial, um, sexual, in, you know, family, so relationships, um, in religion, uh, spirituality, like who are those people that will allow you to impact you at a at a deep level? All right, so let's kick it off with outer circle. I'm just uh, we made some great notes here. I'm gonna read them verbatim. Yeah, okay. Course. Okay. All right, outer circle. These include general friends, acquaintances, people you are friendly with. These people come in and out of your life fairly regularly. They may be people you see at work, uh, as at functions for school or through other social circles. You may enjoy the time you spend with them and consider them all around pleasant people. For whatever reason, they aren't part of your inner crew. However, it's not because they have some fundamental character flaw. They're just your outer circle of friends and acquaintances, and that works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so getting down to like an example of that, I mean, it's you. if you think of, again, we go back to who do I lend money to? Mm-hmm. If you think of... Or your car, or let's sleep at your house, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. who watches your kids for while you go away yeah, on vacation. there you go. Like that's, I mean, who do you trust? So immediately you're going to think of, okay, this person I trust, there is no way in hell that this person's going to watch my kids, and this person is definitely a runner-up in case my first <laughs> choice is not, yeah. you know. So that's how you're you're literally utilizing this as a as a means to kind of start seeing where these, you know, your folks are going to shake out. Mm-hmm. So nice. So you, like, you don't want our kids to spend a week or two with the people who are going to give them, you know, free puppies and espresso shots Mm-mm. for a week. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Got it. Well, unless maybe the puppies stay there and they're watching them while they're having <laughs> espresso shots <laughs> right. in their, in their right. body. <laughs> All right. Number two, <laughs> inner circle. Yes. What is an inner circle? It's an energetic circle you create that you can't see that creates you and your life. Your yes. intention, you, you intentionally design energy circle to help you with your success. Yeah. This, so it's that invisible force field, mm-hmm. you know, again, I mean, these are energetic circles that we're talking about. Yep. You know, they're not like 
in a, in a group me or something like that, but they're energetic circles. Yes. These inner circles address five things, money, sex, time, resources, and spirituality. There you go. Those things you were just speaking of actually. Yep. Yep. So these include best friends, people you turn to, you turn to for, to celebrate milestones, right? Mm -hmm. The folks you call when you're in tough times, these people have them have most likely been with you for a number of years and have gone through some high and low life circumstances with you. People in your inner circle may be childhood friends you've known since you were in diapers. They can be also <laughs> people that were there for you during a rough time in your life and your friendship has stayed intact years later. These would be the people you'd probably invite to your bachelor or bachelorette party or folks you trust with your secrets or your fears. And the bottom line is that they're your crew. They're your homies, your ride and dies, uh, your besties. Um, they're, they're your everything, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So. so this is, we're reading directly from our coaching program. <laughs> so this is right out of our, out of the jam method. This is, this is, these are exercises that we assist you and support you with in going through building your relationship standards. So, I mean, inner circle, again, these are the ones that you spend the most time with. Yep. They're, they're the ones that you invite to your birthday party Yep. or your anniversary dinner or you celebrate or you're texting anything. on a daily basis. Right. You know, yep. you spend a lot of time with them. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about SIRS, yes. sexually intimate relationship. Yes. Let's talk about sex. So this is your most intimate romantic relationship or ships. This is the person or people you share your bed with and the people, person or people you wish to build your life with. Mm -hmm. You share your dreams, aspirations, and goals with them. You support one another, confide in one another, uplift one another, and are there for one another through it all. Mm-hmm. Yes. So pretty into you're, you're inclusive of sexual experiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So, cool. So again, here's here's the point in which people go, okay, where do my family fit into all of this? Like this, literally, I can't even tell you how many times this happens. It's like, oh, you where, mean after does, you go through all three the different three relationships, the three relationship standards, <laughs> and you're asking about where do my friends and family, yes, and especially family. Where, yes. where do they where they fit into yeah. with this? It's like, you know, it's almost like you expect family to have its own category because it's family. I mean, that's that's just like one of those societal patterns that are overlaid mm -hmm. onto us as we're growing up is like, you know, family is everything. Like blood is blood, is thicker than water, you know. <laughs> so it's 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 a fascinating concept, you yeah. know, being family centered versus principally centered. Which, by the way, I think this is a great point to to discuss is that this these three types of relationships that we're defining here in these energetic circles is being principally centered is being you know uh, divinely guided and not emotionally centered in other words when you're emotionally centered like being family centered then when the family feels bad you're supposed to feel bad right. when the family feels happy you're supposed to feel happy and so in other words your happiness your energy level your identity, your validation as a human being is all predicated on what the family is doing. And we're discussing, while that's fine, that is an experience that you <laughs> could right. um, you could experience. I mean, Lord knows that we grew up family centered and, and, yeah. and I mean, we've definitely experienced that. And so some what family else? center, some church center. Yeah. Some spouse centered mm -hmm. for sure. And what I can share with you is that being principally centered is definitely a lot more peaceful. 
<laughs> well, just, again, it takes it takes a lot of the highs and lows out of it. Yes, it's so. a lot more peaceful. So when we're talking about family, um, again, you're setting the standards and the responsibilities uh, that you share with them. And so these are your standards and, and, and this, this goes with friends too. And as you're, as you're delineating between these, these circles, you allow them to show up where they want to show up. Mm -hmm. So the standards are for you and how you're governing your life. This is who I want to spend my most time with. This is how I want to spend my time with. And, um, let them decide, let them choose. Because mm -hmm. then the power is in their hands and it's their choice. Like right. you don't have to feel responsible for them or change your standard and adapt your standard for them to fit in because you're going to, you know, upset somebody or, or any of those things. Like just because someone is family doesn't automatically place them in your inner circle. So keep that in mind. It's yeah, <laughs> it is. It it's, and it's cool. You know, I mean, it's really cool. It's cool. So our question is, uh, mm. why would, now, why, why would we spend the time and the energy to define these three, three types of relationships? Cause I'm worth it, baby. Yes. And I'm worth it too. And you are worth it. it. We're you all, are, yes. We're all worth having these kind of conversations and these kind of standards in our lives so that we can live and be the greatest versions of ourselves that mm -hmm. we can be. Yeah, absolutely. And have those extraordinarily connected, amazing, magnificent, and all the words, just have those relationships, like have, have that experience, have that life by design, have that, um, have that business by design, because it's all based on relationships. And so you're worth it. You're worth it. And when, when you I can share with you as I became more and more clear on my standards, the, I, the revelation of that I'm worth it and I'm, I'm worth hanging out with and I'm honored and I'm cherished and, and all of those things, like all of that really became incredibly clear. So you're worth having intimate relationships. You're worth having inner circle relationships and you're worth having, you know, how people show up for you in, in your secondary circle. So, or your outer circle, it's, um, it's amazing. I mean, it, it really is amazing. So, and it's a big conversation. Yeah. You know, when we go through these, you know, in our coaching, it takes some time. Oh yeah. It does take this, time. This is not like, uh, you know, a one or two day conversation. It takes mm -hmm. some time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's, uh, there's been some breakdowns to breakthroughs and, you know, and there's just a lot that comes up around it when you start putting standards to things. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you know, sit there and think that, you know, you can listen to this podcast and maybe you can, you can definitely start yeah. creating some guidelines for what it looks like. And, um, I'm going to say that, you know, whether it's Nancy or me, um, or great, you know, we're happy to coach you on it, but get somebody who's going to understand and be a little less biased on things, mm -hmm. um, to, to help guide you through creating those standards for yourself. Because, um, otherwise, you know, it's going to get a little convoluted. It's going to get mixed up and your feelings are going to, you're, you're going to end up hurting your own feelings while you go through it. So <laughs> it, it helps to have an objective point of view for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I got. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So we're definitely curious about your comments and your questions and um, anything else that comes up for you. And, uh, you know, I mean, again, feel free to drop us a line or comment on anything, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or, uh, 
Email. <laughs> Email works. Email works. Yes. Cool. We're here. So we'll see you on <laughs> down the road. Thanks for tuning in, listening in, and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Bye. Peace. Wow. What a show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow the show. I'm Bill Jameson. And I'm Nancy Jameson. And remember, it's, it's a, great a great life. life. Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.